Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is your host, Light, the Light-Fingered Thief. And here, I'm joined by Logar. Hello, I'm Logar, the Barbarian. Logar, the Dungeon Master. <laughs> Logar of many hats. I got a problem. What's that? I let the players take control of creating the world, and now I can't use Undead. And there were so many things that I started playing. <laughs> so, in this new world that you're doing for the Castles of Crusades campaign, There'd be no vampires and no undead. So that's mean no skeletons, no zombies, no higher level vampires or liches. I don't know about that. So that was part of the discussion is that there's only if, like if it's it's so a dried up old skeleton or old body that's so old and decayed, pretty much it pops out of the grave. That's the undead that we're saying no to, essentially. So there's no low-level undead monsters then. Essentially. So liches are still in and stuff like that. But here's the thing, like. Like I was, I was going through, like they decided to go to the swamp. So I was like, I got something. I need a bog crawl. What was a bog crawl? I knew that I had a book or something that had a bog crawl in. I couldn't remember. I was digging through zines and books and it's that Mort board. Um, Putrance, Putrance Regent, I believe is pronounced. That big record has a bog crawl on it. And I start looking through that and there's some really cool, good stuff, but it's all with the undead. So it's a swamp crawl in the bog, mm-hmm. but all the creatures are undead creatures. So bog mummies and other stuff like that. There's a lot of that. So I figured like, well, I can always like one of them is like there's three of these un, like like skeletons that are hanging there and they have something carved in their foreheads. Well, uh, and there's a whole deal that goes with interaction. Well, I can I can still use this. I'm just going to have to say that these fellers are not dead and it's going to get gross. <laughs> well, you know, they could be, instead of being a traditional undead skeleton or zombie, you could turn them into some type of a uh, demon. I don't think an- I'm going to go with the demon. I think I'm just going to make them people who are in a really bad, terrible situation. I think that's going to be more horrific than having a decayed skeleton. That's going to be pretty gruesome when you have a, a living creature that's been you know, carved with the uh, sigils and such. Yeah, and and like like a lot of these undeads were covered with all kinds of very um, very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Grotesque descriptions and stuff like that with maggots and things like that. So these are not going to be uh, dead things, but perhaps infected folks. So it'll be more people that are infected. One of the things I'm thinking about using instead of having random skeletons is some sort of fungal infection where mushrooms are popping out of people and maybe eating away at their brains so maybe you could draw upon like uh, <laughs> from the warhammer universe nurgle because all of nurgle's followers nurgle's followers are infected pestilence but they're living they're not dead oh so, I so just... you might want to dig into some of the old warhammer fantasy with nurgle so here's what we did and what I've been saying I want to do with the, the cosmology or the physics or the magical, how things work with gods and deities in this world. And the way I'm running it is that, and I've said this before in another one, but what happens is there are petty gods. There are gods that. So we're talking petty gods or undead? Well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> there are petty gods and they are, you know, rural gods. I don't have as much followers and a major God will be at a major metropolis, but have more followers. The God's power is dependent on how many worshipers they are. People essentially bring deities into being. They create the deities and the power of the deities. 
So you're saying to bring in Nurgle, like 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 bringing in lots of gods in the edges of society is a thing that we've been doing. We've used the Petty Gods book and we pass that Petty Gods book around the table for people to pick their gods, more rural gods instead of the major deities. Uh, I'm curious if there's one in there that's like that pestilence that isn't Warhammer specific with the name, but similar-ish. I'd like to see. I, I'd like to... I some I'd also kind of like to focus on I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to keep on looking. I'm gonna check yep. out Nur is Nurgle. Nurgle, yep. And that was he's a pestilence, you know, god of rot. So a lot of the creatures you could sub, sub in instead of them being undead to be something of that type of bacon model and creature. Yeah, I think that we might have rot and like infection might replace a lot of that. Now, now here's the thing though, that can work. But when we go down into a dungeon with tombs and start looking around, I need something that can pop out at them. And I don't want it just to be statues that animate. We need something else down there besides a skeleton or an undead body. Well, what, 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 what do we have? What can we throw into those dungeons? Uh, yeah, that would be tricky then because um, traditionally that's what would be have died inside a tomb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what alternatives do we have for that? I mean, um it depends on within your universe how you can set it up, right? I mean, do you have like portals that open up in a different? I mean, elementals. Elementals, yeah. Yeah. So we start. It'll start leaning like we've been talking about a lot about planes, and I've been saying I want to do some planar stuff with the planar compass books. Um, we might have to start open, let start the campaign, bleeding in little things from other realms and stuff like that, and uh, looking at looking at maybe a theme dungeons that maybe cross into another plane might be a way to approach exactly. some of those dungeons. Because if you think about, you know, how some of the old Doctor Who stuff works or some of the other universe breaking <laughs> situations, you know, you have portals to open up and then you have different creatures crossing over, like you said. So that might be a way to start populating the dungeon that way versus the traditional tombs and catacombs, which are filled with dead things or undead things yeah and I, i'd wanted to be creative because just having like a big blob of earth attacking you doesn't seem interesting i'd like it to be something that can kind of you know like uh, some of the elemental type things i've fought in the past i might have to dig into monster manuals and find out what kind of unique things we can do with elemental stuff like this the quasi elements and stuff like that but like I don't want it just to be a random blob of living element, like something that might live within that plane and might be creepy to pop out of that plane. Oozes. I was like, you have oozes and slimes, you know, your Jubilex. Yeah. Green Jubilex. slimes, great oozes. Um, you know, you have Shoggoths, you have gibbering mouthers. Oh, see, now you're on to something. I wasn't trying to make this great old ones Lovecraftian. But there might be a lot there in the Lovecraftian mythos to reach into if we're going to be avoiding undead. And we're just talking about like planar stuff. Maybe great old ones is a direction we want to start talking. Oh, that's the kind of thing I think I was looking for. Yeah, you know, all of a sudden you have uh, Shoggoths popping up or you have some Yithians popping up or you have some Meagle popping up because those are dimension travelers. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, I think that might be a way that we might have to make this far more Lovecraftian than I originally intended it to be. The other thing is I've been leaning into uh, kind of looking at so like we, we eliminate elves and dwarves and things like that that are traditional, mostly because I want when we get to that kind of thing, I want them to be more like the what's the word I'm looking for more like the old fa if like fables. I've been reading stuff like 
like fables and origins of a lot of the stuff that it becomes Tolkien, Tolkien-esque. And Tolkien is very different than the old fables of these things. And like elves live beyond this veil a lot of times and they're not like quite these great empires. Like, like sometimes it's, it seems almost decadent libertine strange world underneath or beside the world. Like, oh, oh I, Stranger Things in the upside down. So there's almost sure. like this realm of an upside down that could exist underneath it all that things could come through. And that's where a more traditional approach to some of those things could start bleeding through. Well, you know, twisted. You could have like the fairy world, which is on the other side. I mean, you know, for example, with the Witcher, mm -hmm. it was the same thing, right? With the Witcher was on the material plane. But then when they crossed the veil, there was a elven fairy plane beyond that that you could step into at times. Oh, man. That's, see, so here's the thing. I'm going to have to sit down and watch The Witcher, apparently. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've not done that. Oh, I didn't know about that. They have, they go into the fairy world and The Witcher. Have you seen that? This is that, what is it? Something strange and Mr. Norrell. I can't remember. It's a book, and I think they made some sort of mini series out of it, and it's about magicians, kind of in like Victorian England. And there's uh there's a the elf or fairy kings or something like that. There's something going on there with planar crossing into fairy. Right, exactly. It's and, carrying into the fairyland and the beyond. So I'm I gonna mean, have to. I think I'm gonna have to lean into that veil thing with this. If we're taking out undead, then I'm gonna probably well, have undead. to lean into that and elves and fairies, then you're going to have, like you said, uh, something about dimensional breaks. I mean, within the Warhammer 40K universe, they have pockets where, you know, the prime material plane intersect with what they call the warp or, you know, another dimension. Or and the rifts. Certain, or the rifts. So exactly, there's certain points in the uh, universe that are thinner between the realms that you can cross over. So some of the areas that you've already detailed within your new world, you know, the, the gaping mall or the gaping crack in the earth, that could be a, a very obvious place to put one of those uh, splits. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I, I need to really sit down and figure I, I don't think I need to figure out what's in some of those just yet. I think I need to wait and let them kind of take the campaign because I'm really trying to let them take the range of this campaign, whatever direction it goes. I'm not trying to box them in a corner and tell my story, but I got to respond and build the world around them and let them build their own story is the approach I'm trying to take with this campaign. And I think so far we've got a very good start. They've already made some decisions that have that have put them on directions that will build their characters and their character stories and, and explore the world around them. Now, I want to pull some of these old modules and zines out and I'm looking like one of the earliest things I'm going to do is look at that bog crawl uh, Putrin's Regent. And I also uh, downloaded from, if you haven't checked it out, our, uh, our, what's the word I'm looking for? Our sponsor, Brooklet Games. <laughs> and uh, Brooklet Games, I, I noticed, has, a, has also a swamp type thing going on there and i'm checking out that swamp one as well for some good stuff i'm probably going to use it. it's called forbidden swamp by jim hall of brooklet games you know you're dealing with forbidden swamp so you know one of the last type of adventures was in the swamp so you got like frog creatures crocodile creatures hydra those are yeah. all native to the swamps that you can throw in without needing any type of like a uh, mummy a bog mummy or something like that yeah and he's got gargoyles in here is what he's using gargoyles in the swamp yeah, so there's no, gargoyles that's, that's running around there, and uh, there's a great oak, so almost like a pseudo dungeon delve type 
type thing we can do here going down a great oak. Uh, there's a lot of stuff here to work with if I'm going to be doing kind of a kind of a hex crawly type sandbox. I think that some of these things from Forbidden, Forbidden Swamp and Forbidden Marsh, I think, is the first one that was done. Uh, you can get those on his Patreon, but I think I'm going to pull from those a bit and, and have those at the table as well as the Putrid's Regent and build this adventure around those and kind of pull the elements from them both as, as, as they go. So I'm just going to let them direct it to which direction they're going. So we'll see from there. It sounds like, you know, you do have a lot of subs, at least from a swamp environment, but for a dungeon underground environment, we, we still probably got to so noodle over a little bit. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, themed, make the dungeons have certain themes and purposes, right? Like, like if we're talking about the veil to the fairy, the fae and fairyland, maybe this isn't your traditional dungeon as a tomb. Maybe this leads somewhere. Maybe it's some kind of in between breaking through. Maybe there is beautiful, like, uh, paisley wallpaper on the walls because this is coming from some kind of extravagant era, like fae land where they're having delicate banquets and breaking over from the upside down or something like that you know um and each dungeon could be slightly differently themed instead of tombs all the time here in this realm there could be um like there i've got a whole zine over there about doing an ice dungeon you could do a lot of things that aren't you know more arctic cold weather type threats maybe even not always a monster maybe things like you know it's a polar bear vicious penguins <laughs> uh well i mean there were vicious penguins at the mountains of madness very large king penguins that were butated right so so yeah we could we could go there and yeah what kind of great old things are hidden beneath the ice from the dawn of time and from the the plains of ice it maybe it isn't ice maybe it's been captured or maybe some of the things that were sent to the plains of ice to be frozen were such horrible threats. They wanted a way to get rid of them and they threw them into ice. <laughs> it could be. I mean, your world could be a prison, a quote unquote prison world where they dumped all the baddies. Or if it's just like a, a pseudo plane and not a full entire realm, like a whole entire universe, like a prime material plane, and you come to find out something like that and boom. There could be all kinds of baddies that were imprisoned in different planes at different times that could seep over. Right, which would make sense why you don't have undead then, because... Uh... <laughs> yeah, some things didn't quite make it over to this reality from the other realities that are pretty common. It's a slightly incomplete world. <laughs> exactly, it's not an incomplete world. It doesn't function by the normal fantasy mechanics or fantasy science that we have. Yeah. So, you know, there might be no necromancers. No necromancers. Well, there aren't currently it's just wizards. We don't know if there's necromancers yet or not. We'll find out. <laughs> Maybe we'll find the first necromancer. <laughs> the first necromancer that, that was banished, and now you can't find any, any undead to summon. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we're about at time. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. If not, please try another episode you might like more. <laughs> We do a daily podcast, so there's plenty of episodes yeah. to, to choose from with many topics. And we constantly talk about game books and game and D&D &D and role-playing game type stuff. I, I'm, I'm wanting to get a little into Traveler here in the future, but we'll from talk a, about that in the future. From a science fiction? Yeah, I want to talk about some Traveler stuff. But anyhow, you can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom. 
Why don't you support you? You can give us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash wobblies and wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Roll them high, roll them 20s.